the other day, actually, I was, I was on Facebook and somebody had this like gene key GIF and it was like, take a screenshot of your specific gene key and what you're here to work on right now. And I took a screenshot of it and lo and behold, (laughs) it was gene key two, which is about unity. And right now, more than ever, we need unity. Welcome to Sovereign Solutions, a lifestyle podcast for your soul. I am your host, Cody Ann Smith. I'm a spiritual advisor and teacher who is passionate about helping you master your life, upgrading your energy, answering your highest calling, and leaving a legacy that powerfully impacts the world. Are you ready to get started? Let's go. Hello and welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for your gift of presence and for spending your time and energy here with me today on the show. It really means the world to me, so thank you very much. Now, before we get into today's episode, I want to invite you over to my social media channels. We have Instagram and Facebook. You can find me on Facebook at Cody Ann Smith. I'm usually on my personal page there. And on Instagram, you can find me at CodySmith.SovereignSolutions, spelled just like this podcast. There you will have the latest updates. You will also be able to ask me questions that you want me to answer on this podcast. Okay. So really encourage you to go over there and follow those accounts. Now, today's topic is one that I have been contemplating for quite some time and it wasn't coming through. And the other day, actually, I was, I was on Facebook and somebody had this like gene key gif and it was like, take a screenshot of your specific gene key and what you're here to work on right now. And I took a screenshot of it and lo and behold, (laughs) it was gene key two, which is about unity. And right now, more than ever, we need unity. And so I felt pulled to create an episode on that topic so that each one of us can, can come into unity within ourselves so that we can come into unity as a collective. Now, of course, you don't need the gene keys to understand unity, but I love to use the gene keys. So today, as I explain or kind of dive into this topic, I will be using this specific gene key. And if you're new to the gene keys, I just want to say that each gene key has three different levels of consciousness. The lower level is called the shadow, and the shadow is the raw material that brings us into the gift, the gift frequencies where we feel love, we feel connection, we feel creative, we feel empowered. And at the shadow frequency, we feel disconnected. We feel fearful. We feel victimized. And so many other emotions that are on the lower level of consciousness. And at the Cidic level, the highest expression of the gene key It's pure bliss, but each gene key has its own flavor. I can't think of a better word to describe it because each one of the cities all bring us to the same place, but they all feel a little bit different because they operate on just a slightly different octave. So I think a really good place to start with uh, talking about this topic is at the shadow because like I said, it is the raw material and With the shadow of the second gene key, it's 
called dislocation. And dislocation is really just about not feeling like we are a part of the whole, of, the, of oneness. We're dislocated away from unity. And so what that does is it creates a lot of conflict. And at the shadow frequency, all we see is how we are not the same as other people. Or not even, it doesn't even have to be people. It could be anything in nature. Because in all actuality, we are connected to everything in nature, not just not just other humans, which is an incredibly powerful thing when we can unite, of course, but it goes much deeper. And that has to do with being connected to everything, every living thing. But at the shadow frequency, we have a perception, and this is important, it's only a perception that we are disconnected from everyone else and from the truth of existence. And the truth of existence is that we live in a very feminine universe. At our roots, if you go back into history, you'll notice that everything started in stillness. Before the Big Bang, for example, everything was quiet in this darkness, right? And the darkness and stillness is about the feminine because it's in action. It's more receptive. And the feminine is what gives birth to creation. But we've been taught the opposite. We've been taught that, that the universe has been created by the masculine. This has dislocated us from our true nature. And masculine, if you have studied male and female principles, and I'm not talking about gender here, I'm talking about the actual concept of masculine and feminine. Masculine is about competition. It's about, it breeds comparison actually because of the competition, right? And it creates through control. It loves to um, use its mind. It loves to be very logical and it likes to have a sense of control. The feminine is more receptive where she, when I say she, I'm not talking about gender, talking about the concept sits back and she just is passive. But at the shadow frequency of this gene key, which keeps us from being unified, is that we are trying to create unity through a masculine lens when unity comes from the feminine principle. And so anytime that we believe that we're in control or that we have to take the whole weight of the world on our shoulders and to fix all the problems, that is very masculine driven. And it keeps us feeling separated and dislocated. It keeps us separated from life in general. And that's what dislocation is about. And dislocation is also about this yearning for home, right? Because when we don't feel like we're part of life and we feel like we're outside of life or that we're separated from one another, we crave that unity because that's in our nature. And when we're stuck in this shadow of dislocation, rather that's on an individual level or on a collective level, which it's 
in both of us, actually. It's in both. It's in the individual and in the collective. And each one of us actually has a piece of this. But when we feel this way, we feel this deep sadness. Because we yearn so much to feel at home. At home in the world. At home in our bodies. At home in our connections with one another. But when we're when we're stuck in this shadow frequency, it's almost like we have this thing that we want so bad, but we can't quite reach it. And so what we do is that we have interactions with each other, but they're always with an agenda, right? That's the dilemma of this gene key, is that any time that we have an agenda, we automatically become dislocated because an agenda is not a feminine principle. The feminine never has an agenda. It goes with the flow. But every time we do things with specific agendas, it keeps us disconnected and dislocated. Now, this is going to be a process that we're working through. And this is something just to be contemplated right? We don't need to go in and start tackling this with solutions and all these things that are very masculine driven, because I'm going to tell you that the solution will find us. The solution will find itself. Okay. That's part of tapping in to orientation. The gift of this gene key is about slowly bringing yourself back into life again and trusting that Life is going to pan out exactly as it's meant to be without us needing to have an agenda, our personal agendas infiltrated in every action that we have or any thought that we have. But this is a process, right? Orientation is about slowly bringing yourself into something new. It's about reorienting yourself in a new way of thinking, in a new way of being that's more receptive and more on the feminine side. And it takes a deep trust to allow this process to happen and a lot of surrender. And, you know, honestly, before we truly see unity in the world, it could be hundreds and hundreds of years from now. So there's no rush because everything happens in its own timing, right? That's also about the feminine. A female knows that everything is about timing. And even a man knows that. So if you're a man and you live with a female, you know all about timing when it comes to her body and what she's ready for, right? So there's no difference when it comes to the gift of orientation. It happens in its own timing. And the more that we practice showing up in our daily interactions with people, in what we put out to the world through a heart with no agenda, that's when we start tapping into orientation. And it takes us to do this many, many, many times before we have, before we create a transmutation into this new way of being, right? That's why it takes so much time is because this is a slow process that happens over time. This is evolution in action. And it's actually kind of like involution too because you're bringing your divinity into the body 
through the channel of the heart and you are embodying that higher frequency. You're reorienting yourself back into the world through a different perception. And that takes time for all of us. In the Gene Keys, he talks about tapping into or putting the water eye before the fire eye. And this this Gene Key 2 really kind of illuminates that because the water eye is very feminine and water is flowing, right? So we don't have to have all the answers to all the questions. As much as our logical masculine side of us wants to, it's not required because nature has an intelligence that's going to naturally orient us back into our unity. And that's what we're working towards. That's, that's exactly what we're seeing right now, even though right now it seems like everything is quite separate. But we have to really see the depths of this dislocation before we can reorient ourselves, Because it's through the shadow that we can unlock these amazing gifts that we have. And since we have all these questions of, okay, so what do I do now? Or what steps do I take? Or any other, any other question that's trying to yield the right way to go, you know, that's just a shadow in action. So it really requires a deep surrender. When you feel lost, just surrender and wait. And wait doesn't mean just sit there and do nothing. You still go on with your life, but you just wait for the answer to come to you. And then over time, our body begins to relax. We start to feel way more calm in our nervous systems. We start to tap into our hearts and our hearts start opening up even more. And it's through that heart opening that we orient ourselves, like I said, back into unity. At the shadow frequency, dislocation has an agenda to bring us back to this unity. So we just surrender to that. And now when we look at unity, unity, that <laughs> takes on a whole new meaning now, doesn't it? When you look at what it is to be unified. Unity is all about love. And the only way to tap into that love is through that opening of that heart. But we can't do that if we don't realize where we feel dislocated. You see all this comes into play together is that the, the shadow actually contains a gift inside of it. So anytime we feel dislocated, we notice it. We drop any agendas. We surrender to the feelings that we're having. And then we open our hearts so that we can be reoriented into the world through new perception And that perception creates unity. And unity really is when we accept our divine, masculine, and feminine as one, right? It's about still, it's about reception, right? It's about being receptive. It's about the divine feminine. But also, we don't discard the masculine. It has its time and place. But between the dance of the masculine and feminine, we can then learn how to trust. We trust the process. We trust the divine plan. We understand that the divine has its own agendas, that we don't need to impose our will slash our agendas onto what we think needs to happen. We surrender 
to whatever's going on and we orient ourselves into unity through this process. We start to trust when we feel angry or when we feel dislocated or when we're disappointed or when we're longing for unity or when we feel bored or when we feel however we feel. We trust in that. We trust in the crumbling of the systems. We trust that everything is going to work itself out. The more that we have an open heart, the more that we feel our boundaries dissolving and the more we trust in all of the processes that life is bringing us, the more that we can feel connected to one another. Unity isn't just about getting along with another person. Unity goes deeper than that. Unity is seeing yourself as no different than someone else, but also understanding that there's differences. So there's a great paradox here because in the physical world, we see differences, right? We're not going to bypass that. We see differences for sure. But unity is about knowing that just because we see differences, that we are also equal and one because Everybody has differences, and that's what makes up the whole. Each person is like a little puzzle piece into this big picture, and if we're trying to change those shapes of the puzzle pieces, they won't fit where they're supposed to go. Unity is about allowing those puzzle pieces to be as they are without trying to change them. And anytime you feel dislocated, like your puzzle piece isn't quite where it belongs, well, then you just surrender and your puzzle piece will find its place. And compassion happens when we realize that everybody's still on this journey on, of unity. This is what humanity is working towards right now. And even though it looks like it could be kind of hopeless at times, this is just the process playing out. Remember, we have to trust the process. We have to trust that everything will work out in the end because it will. It always will. Especially when we take our agendas out of, this, out of the equation, nature knows what to do. But we've overcomplicated things. So in order for us to come back into unity, we have to first come back into unity inside of ourselves. And that's always where things will point is back to us because we have to be the change that we want to see in the world, right? And so the more that we, that we come into orientation with ourselves, with our heart, and be more receptive to trusting in the process, the more that we will come into unity within our own beings, which will then infiltrate the system because I'm going to tell you right now, somebody who feels whole and unified within themselves does not feel like they need to change anybody else because there's a power that happens when we feel in alignment with our wholeness, with our own unity. And then we know we, that we can trust in the process and that everything has its own timing and everything will always fall into place as it's meant to. There's so much that we could say about unity. But let's just end it with saying that unity 
is kind of like water. You just allow it to flow wherever it goes. Allow yourself to flow wherever you're being called. And then step out of the way and you're going to realize that unity has always actually been here. We just haven't tapped into it because of our perception. All right, so I hope this was insightful for you. I hope that it gives you something to contemplate and to think about because these answers really do come from the inside out. And yes, of course, we want to see unification in the external world, but that happens in a process, and that process is called evolution. And that has its own timing as well. So the best thing that you can do if you want to bring unity to this planet is to find unity within yourself and then to carry around that powerful aura that other people will be able to tap into. Because let me tell you, frequency and energy is so much more powerful than any spoken word ever will be. And the reason for that is because it is absolute pure intelligence that communicates in a completely different way than language. Language has its barriers for sure. And we see that all over the world. But energy, that is a universal language. And when you walk around with the, with the language of unity inside of your aura, other people are going to feel that. And I think that's what Gandhi meant when he says to be the change that you want to see in the world. So anyways, I hope that you guys enjoyed this. If you did, please share it with somebody else. And uh, if you like this podcast in general, I would absolutely love if you'd go over to iTunes and leave a quick written review over there. It just helps this podcast so much and it helps other people to be able to find it. Thank you to everyone who already has done that. It really, really means a lot to me. And I guess that's all I have today. So until next time, guys, have a beautiful rest of your week and I will talk to you later.